What's up? It's your girl here, Maya Sanita, and welcome to the Refine Nation Station. Hey, listen, my mission is to inspire others as they are refined in Christ. Stay tuned. Let's have a great time. Yeah. What's up, Refine Nationers? Welcome back to the Refine Nation Station, the podcast. Our topic today, as we continue, is still titled Love Like Jesus Challenge. That's right. We are doing the Love Like Jesus Challenge. And today, Refine Nationers, is day eight of this challenge. Oh, man, I'm so excited. We have been moving forward every day with giving, with trying to be compassionate and things of that nature. And it has been a challenge for some and a win for others. But all in all, I do think that we're having a great time. So today's topic is the gift exchange theory. Yes, in fact, today's topic is the gift exchange theory. The question is, what can we do to incorporate the theory of the gift Hmm. exchange for this challenge? And how can we include giving in our everyday lives as we continue to journey forward to what? Love like Jesus. So what I love about this time of year is that many people go the extra mile to go out of their way uh, to give gifts to somebody, whether it be a family member, a friend uh, or whomever, because they want to celebrate them. They want to show love. They want to give thanks and um, maybe even reconnect or simply just put a smile on somebody's face. People are more willing this time of year than ever to be selfless in order to bring joy to someone else's life during the Christmas holiday or just holidays, period. I mean, it's a blessing to receive a gift for someone who really takes time to think about what you need or what it is that you like or anything of that nature. Like they take time to think about you. And that could be a really special thing. It could be something as small as maybe a dessert. Some of us are really big into cupcakes or cookies, and it could be something even larger and more extravagant, such as jewelry. You know, I was recently at a concert and a young man, of course, asked his girlfriend to marry him and presented a ring to her. Of course, she said yes, but it got me to thinking about the symbolization and things of that nature, as well as it being a gift and a token of his love towards her and a commitment to what he wants to do, but just spend the rest of his life with her. And so that's definitely a way to make things memorable and just to give and build a connection with someone. But maybe it's just a giving of your time and talents. Maybe perhaps you're somebody who volunteers or likes helping others at a community event. One of my favorite things also is when I see like a young child take time to draw a picture or something like that. Maybe some kind of arts and craft project for their parents. And they see their parents and you see the child just grinning ear to ear and they present them with this gift like it's their heart, you know. It's just such a great moment. The child is proud. The parents, of course, are proud that the child even thought about it. And it was just a way to go ahead and show their affection and love towards one another things of that nature. I also enjoy seeing the parents when they're taking time to present a gift to a child. Sometimes you see on TikToks or you may see like online or something of that nature where a parent has taken time to save and maybe they want to buy them their first car or maybe they want to buy them uh, a pair of sneakers that the child has been wanting for a while. And because of that, you know, that child knows and sees uh, physically how much that person really does love them by just giving up that gift as maybe that's just one of their love language or maybe that's just something 
that they desired or wanted or even needed at that time. Whatever it is, I do think it's beautiful. I think it's interesting how by giving a gift, it can provide an opportunity for a relationship, whether it's a friendship, a coworker, a classmate, significant other, spouse, church member, whoever it is, right? To grow and develop their relationship by the giving of a gift. But before we get into the details of this gift exchange, go ahead and press subscribe, follow, and be sure to share this podcast with a friend, neighbor, coworker, family member, and whoever else you can think of as we continue forward. John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. This is the greatest gift of all times, of course, and we're speaking about the gift of Jesus Christ. Jesus was ultimately given to us so that we could have relationship with God. He has given us his only son in exchange for our sin. Without that selfless display of love, we would never have been able to reconnect and have a a connection with God and having the opportunity to be called his sons and daughters, his adopted heirs, and even joint heirs of Christ. And because of that, we are not just created by him, but we are now part of his body. I really think that is something special. We hear that a lot when we when it comes to the body of Christ or when it comes to church. People say that often, but when you really think about it, it really is something that is special. God has taken a moment to allow his son to um, be sacrificed by not just allowing him to come here on earth and the birth of Jesus, but also the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that we can have this communion with him and actually be reconciled with Christ. Ephesians 3 and 17 says, then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. I really feel as though this is important when it comes to the gift exchange theory, because of the fact that God actually has given us Jesus Christ. And because he's in our hearts, we are now able to work as his body moving hand in hand and exchanging gifts. Maybe there's some of you out there that are really good at teaching, but maybe you're not as good as uh, being server or, or being in a servanthood mentality. Maybe you know somebody who is a servant and through that they're serving you and you're able to teach them. Maybe you're somebody who's more prophetic, but maybe you're not as good as being with somebody with mercy. Maybe that's a way that you can share the gift of the body of Christ, us all working together together for the whole purpose of allowing God to establish his kingdom. So let's talk about the spiritual gifts that God has given us as members of the body of Christ. Romans 12, three and eight says, for I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one of us a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another having then gifts differing according to the grace that is by given to us let us use them if prophecy then let us prophesy in proportion to our faith or ministry let us use it in ministering he who has teaching in teaching he who exhorts in exhortation he who gives with liberty he who leads with diligence he who shows mercy with cheerfulness so what are the seven gifts number one prophecy to edify and exhort and comfort. Number two, perhaps maybe you have a gift of serving, providing help to others that minister to a person. Number three, teaching, the ability to explain and break down the word of God to others. 
Number four, exhortation to strongly encourage someone in the things of Christ. Number five, perhaps maybe you have a gift of giving the supernatural ability to be generous and give from what one has been blessed with. Perhaps maybe you have a gift of leadership. In other words, you're one that guards and guides others within the body of Christ. Number seven, perhaps there is something about you that God has just allowed you to be one that has the gift of mercy. Not only one who is forgiving, but one who is compassionate towards others. So what are some practical ways? that we can incorporate the gift exchange theory in our lives. Number one, ask God what gift he has given you to provide to others. Maybe you can be one to bring a confirming word to someone or give of your resources and time. You never know, right? Number two, give a generous gift that will allow that person to see that you care. Maybe it's a monetary gift or something of that nature. Number three, gift of mercy. Now, I know that's kind of a hard one because like sometimes we just don't want to do that. But maybe you can be that person to maybe go ahead and uh, forgive that person and do something special for them that shows that you're being merciful towards them. And number four, perhaps be a leader in a world where everyone is following everyone on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, whatever else it is. Take time to guide someone out of a situation that they may be in so that they can go ahead and uh, have breakthrough in their lives. Do it with the intent of leading them to Christ. So let's take this love like Jesus challenge and incorporate the gift exchange theory in our lives. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like, subscribe, or follow for more upcoming content. You can find Refine Nation Station on any podcast platform where you listen to your audio podcast. Also, if you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ, now is always a good time. Romans 10 and 9 says, if you confess with your mouth, that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And as always, Jesus loves you. And guess what? I do too. Be blessed.